Welcome to the Battlestat Sports Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, guys? Uh, Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner. Um, we're going to have the Horns Corner section of the Battlestat Sports Podcast. And today, since I am a Longhorn graduate, we're going to go over the Texas versus Oklahoma State uh, game recap for Horns Corner. Um, you know, if you are a regular listener, you know that I have a BSN, which is a Battlestat number for offensive defense. And if you're a new um, listener, I'll go ahead and explain to you what the BSN is. So, uh, the battle set number or the BSN, uh, it's, uh, it's analysis for a team that showcases how efficient and effective a team is um, by calculating the offense and, and defense productivity of a team. I have it broken down into the offense and defensive side of the ball, and it's based upon your offensive success ratings and your defensive success ratings and things of that nature. So um, I basically do it for offense and defense to show how effective, how effective and efficient a team is. Um, so in saying that, let's talk about this Oklahoma State and this Texas game. Uh, first off, let's do a uh, a recap of what I thought was going to happen. I thought Texas was going to win this game. And if you go listen to the previous episode, you know, um, I basically say that Texas should win this game, but it should be a struggle. Um, uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, through the first three weeks of the season, it's the first time I think in over 15 or 16 years that a team has the leading rusher and the leading receiver in the country on the same team. Um, you know, so the Cowboys brought in uh, Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard as the leading rusher uh, in the nation. He was averaging almost uh, eight yards a carry. Um, they, and also they had the leading receiver in the nation in Tylen Wallace, who was averaging about 26 yards to catch and had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 390 yards receiving over the first three games. I have a, a true dual threat quarterback in uh, Spencer Sanders, a kid from Denton, Texas, um, uh, who was a little injury prone in, in, in high school. And I think that's why some teams kind of shied away from him in high school. But this kid is a baller. He can definitely run the ball. I think he ended up finishing the game actually as the second leading rusher on the team, uh, 119 yards, 109 yards, something to that effect. But uh, I thought it was going to be a tall task for for Texas to 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 stop this offense, uh, especially with the uh, Texas defense losing two of their uh, starting defensive backs, or if not starting defensive backs, guys who get a lot of playing time and BJ Foster and um, and uh, and uh, Overshawn. You know, both of those guys were out this game, and then also their uh, best defensive player in my book, which is Joseph Asai, being a little banged up from the previous game, but. If we go and let's start to look at uh, the BSN offenses for for both of these uh, teams. Well, first off, um, Chuba Hubbard from Oklahoma State. uh, If I had to tell you that the guy had 37 carries um, on Saturday night, uh, I would have probably thought that Oklahoma State dominated this game. Uh, But he had 37 carries. Uh, We only had 121 yards, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Texas's defense uh, really, really um, put a put a strangle on him. They kind of corralled him, uh, made sure that he wasn't going to beat him. Yeah, so he had 121 yards on 37 carries, uh, so just 3.3 yards a carry, uh, 4.6 yards per carry less than his average for the season. Um, Tylen Wallace, they did an amazing job on Tylen Wallace. Uh, five receptions for 83 yards. Last year he went off for over 220 yards. Last year, um, kind of made a name for himself last year against Texas. But this, but this year it looks like Texas. Uh, you know, they had a 
a, a cornerback on them and a safety over the top. They were going to make sure that Tylen Wallace was not going to beat him this year. Uh, a great game, a great game plan. You know, five receptions, eighty-three yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Spencer Sanders was definitely the guy who was the game changer for um, the Cowboys. Uh, the kid can he he can run guys. He has wheels. Uh, he constantly bailed them out of um, opportunities to, you know, to to not be successful. His legs bailed them out a lot in this game. Very good runner. 109 yards and 18 carries. Uh, I can definitely see him giving Texas and a bunch of teams problems in the near future. Um, but let's get into this Texas offense. Texas offense was business as usual. Uh, almost 500 yards again. Uh, 498 yards of total offense. Sam Ellinger was very efficient and effective again, uh, 20 for 28. Um, he had one interception, um, but uh, it was to Malcolm Epps, uh, the cornerback cut in front of Malcolm X. I think it was Williams. It was a guy from Shreveport, Louisiana, if I'm not mistaken, with the Calvary back. It's not from Shreveport, Louisiana, too, by the way, so I kind of follow this kid, too. He's, he's a really good cornerback. Uh, he's the twin brother of Greedy Williams that plays for the Browns. Um, but uh, he cut in front of that ball, um, bounced it up, and the safety ended up getting their interception. Um, so uh, good play in the defense. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't primarily put that on the wide receiver. Uh, you know, Sam threw the ball to a window, but the guy cut in. It was a great play on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but uh, it was business as usual for the offense, you know, for Texas. Uh, they pretty much were scoring whenever they wanted to, um, even without Colin Johnson in. Uh, I was a little – Shocked at how great this offense was, even without Colin. So um, Jake Smith continues to impress. Um, true freshman with a touchdown. If not mistaken, four touchdowns so far in four games. Amazing. Brennan Eagles, my God, he is very explosive. A 73-yard touchdown pass this year. Well, last night, actually. Uh, it was at 53 the previous game. <clears throat> so, you know, all he does is catch touchdowns. You know, he's like the Chris Carter of uh, – of uh, Texas right now. Um, so, so yeah, Texas's run game, Keontae Ingram, way to bounce back again. He had a really good bounce back game against Rice last week, but, you know, let's let's be honest, it's Rice. Uh, but today he had a really good game, uh, 21 carries for 114 yards. So he has definitely shook off that LSU game. Um, and second string running back, Rashawn Johnson, used to be a third string quarterback for this team, had a really good game too. Uh, kind of telling on what the staff thinks about Johnson. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Daniel Young was suited up. I saw him on the sideline suited up in pads. He actually played against Rice last week, and he got no carries today. Uh, Rashawn Johnson was the guy who got the second uh, set of carries when uh, Ingram had to be spelled out, and it looks like uh, he's taking the reins on that and is the second running back for all intents and purposes. It's going to be interesting to see how – the team uh, pushes forward with Johnson once Whittington comes back, and he should be back for either the West Virginia game or the the Oklahoma game down in Dallas. So we'll see how that plays out. But all in all, Texas had a great game. Um, when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, Texas' uh, BSN offense was a 74.5 compared to Oklahoma State's uh, 26.1. Uh, so if we dig some more into the uh, BSN offense, guys, uh, uh, like I said, Texas finished with a 74.5 BSN offense, Oklahoma State 26.1, Texas averaged 10 yards per pass, uh, Oklahoma State 8.1 yards per pass, uh, Longhorns averaged 5 yards per rush, Oklahoma State averaged 4 yards per rush, um, and the Longhorns, um, they had a 14% explosive play rate compared to Oklahoma State's 8%. Um, 
Now, one stat that I was very intrigued by uh, over the past three games, Oklahoma State averaged 73 plays a game and their opponents averaged 81 plays a game. So they were you know, pretty much given an additional um, drive to their opponent. Not so much this game. Uh, Oklahoma State had uh, 17 more plays than Texas. And so in the Big 12, guys, that's two to three more possessions, uh, you know, so two to three more drives. I was very shocked that Texas only had 69 offensive plays, if I'm not mistaken, and Oklahoma State had uh, 86. And, but Texas still came out victorious, meaning that they were very explosive, you know, hence that 14% explosive play rate. They had 10 explosive plays. Uh, so that was amazing for, you know, for the Texas offense to kind of do their thing um, on a per uh, quarter basis. Uh, Texas was uh, they had a 69.1 BSN offense for the first quarter, 92.7, which is outstanding for the second quarter, 59.9 for the third quarter, 74.4 for the fourth quarter and overall 74.5 for the game. The NCAA average is 40. Uh, so they were uh Far better, uh, 34.5 points better than the NCAA average. On the flip side, Oklahoma State um, they had a, a first quarter BSN offense at 58.2, second quarter 35.2, third quarter 40.1, fourth quarter 20.4, overall 26.1. So they were far below the NCAA average in the th- second quarter and fourth quarter, met the average in the third quarter, and then the, the first quarter they were above the average. But it uh, looks like when that Texas defense kind of settled in after that first quarter, they they kind of figured out that uh, offense and was able to stop the run, um, causing uh, Spencer Sanders to have to pass the ball quite a bit and causing him to turn the ball over twice. Uh, one thing uh, that was very interesting, too, with as pass-happy as these teams are, uh, it was kind of the opposite this game. Texas passed the ball – let me see – Texas passed the ball 40 40- – Point six percent of the time and ran the ball 59.4 percent of the time this game so they they made it an effort to feature a run heavy game the offensive line was amazing for texas they didn't allow any sacks i think only one tackle for a loss uh or was it two tackles for a loss uh, but yeah they were uh nearly a 60 40 team rush to pass um, which is uh, kind of out of character for this team but they pounded the rock really well and ingram and rashawn did a good job of um, establishing the rhythm and and so did Ellinger. He actually ran the ball pretty well also this game. Um, and same thing for Oklahoma State. And it looks like Gundy tried to impose his will with the run. They, they just couldn't run the ball against this Texas defensive front. Uh, so um, Oklahoma State ran the ball around 61% of the time and passed at uh, 39% of the time. Um, and they were only successful rushing the ball 41% of the time and they were successful passing the ball 50% of the time. So both above the NCAA average of 40%. Uh, but slightly on the rushing side of the house and uh, uh, 10% higher in the passing side of the house. On the flip side for Texas, uh, they are 50.7. Uh, let me see. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Um, 46% uh, successful um, on rushing the ball and 57% successful on passing the ball. So, you know, they were a little bit more successful than uh, Oklahoma State, hence the, you know, the final score of the game being what it was, 36 to 30. Um one thing about the Oklahoma State team also that I was a little bit surprised about was their offensive line. They only allowed uh, two sacks over the previous three games, um, but last night they allowed a sack. And not only did they allow a sack, guys, they allowed nine tackles for loss, uh, which was kind of alarming for me. I thought that uh, that offensive line was going to uh, stand up a little bit better to the challenge, but they didn't. 
Uh, but kudos to Texas's defensive line. Um, the guy who stood out and on that defensive line was Taquan Graham. He had a, a a hell of a game against Oklahoma State. Um, Colburn he pushed the pocket and moved the pocket at will. Uh, big kid, six two three forty. Uh, very athletic kid. Uh, he had a very, very good game too. But Taquan Graham, a way to show up, buddy. He had a great game. It's good to see that guy from Temple, Texas, do his thing. Now, let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Texas posted a 51.2 BSN defense, six points higher than the NCAA average of 45 points. Um, they also posted a 49% uh, defensive success rating, which is around 4% higher than the NCAA average as well. Um, you know, they forced uh, uh, Spencer Sanders to throw two interceptions. Um, he only had uh, one interception over the previous three games, but they forced him to throw two picks this game. Um, they pressured him quite a bit this game. Like I said, it was kind of alarming for the Oklahoma State, uh, their O-line. I thought they were, were a little bit better than what they were. You know, they gave up uh, 10 combined sacks and tackles for loss this game. Uh, the the Oklahoma State uh BSN defense was 24.8 points, guys. Kind of abysmal. Uh, it's more than 20 points less than, than NCAA average, 45. Uh, they did force one turnover. Good play by Williams, the cornerback, um, patting that ball up and having the safety get the uh, get the interception. But they had no sacks. Um, they allowed five touchdowns, um, which I kind of expected. You look at Tulsa last week was up 21-20 at halftime. Um, you know, so if – Tulsa can move the ball like they did in that first half. It's a matter of time when Texas with better athletes would do the same thing. Um, you know, but like I said, they have some bad defense, but I thought they would put up just a little bit more of a fight, guys. Uh, you know, like I said, the Longhorns could score pretty much any time they wanted to in this game. Um, the only reason that the score was close was because of the special team blunders that the uh, Longhorns had. You know, Jake Smith fumbled the ball on a punt return, um, you know, catching the ball, and, and so did Brandon Jones. You know, so honestly, if – he didn't have those two fumbles there, giving uh, you know extra possessions, um, you know, to the Cowboys. Uh, I think Texas probably would have won this game by you know by thirteen points or more, uh, probably thirty six or twenty three, like it should have been. Um, but it looks like uh, after that last fumble, you know, from Brandon Jones, um, the Cowboys were able to you know go down and score a touchdown, make the game a little bit closer, a little bit more respectable. Uh, made it to where there's an onside kick, and you know Texas uh, actually. Got the onside kick from a true freshman, Chris Adamora, if I'm not mistaken. He's from California also, a young kid, true freshman. First time he's ever been on uh, the the hands team from what uh, Coach Herman stated in his press conference after the game. But uh, like I said, Texas gift wrapped two fumbles for the Oklahoma State team. And, you know, honestly, guys, this game last year or the year, you know, the year prior to this, Texas would have lost this game. I think they would have um, – had their will taken away from them after those two fumbles. And they usually get down on themselves pretty bad. But this year, hey, they looked at it as an opportunity to challenge themselves and come back and win this game. Um, so way to go for the Texas team. Uh, they are maturing in front of us. Uh, great team win. Um, great play from pretty much all three phases. Well, two of the three phases of the game minus the special teams. But I'm pretty sure the Coach Herman to get that cleaned up. Uh, now – Let's talk about the QB comparison. You know, Sam Ellinger bested uh, Sanders pretty much, you know, for the whole game when it comes to quarterback efficiency, as far as total efficiency and passing efficiency. Uh, Sanders actually had a better running um, efficiency rate than uh, Sam did. So if, if we go over these numbers, when it comes to the total uh, quarterback efficiency, as far as success rating, Sam had a 53% success rating. 
uh, compared to Sanders' 49%. Both were above the NCAA average of 40%, but Sam was slightly better than the total. Uh, where it matters, though, when it comes to passing, Sam had a 57% uh, OSR when it comes to passing. Uh, Sanders, 52%. Um, and when it comes to running, Sam had a 40%, which is the average for NCAA. Uh, Sanders was 44%. So, you know, uh, Sanders was better than the run. Sam was better in the pass, and Sam was better overall, uh, which shows basically uh, the reason for Texas winning this game. You know, they just have better quarterback play. Uh, when it comes to the success rate per downs for the quarterback, um, Sam had the better success rates per down when it came to the downs that mattered. You know, I always say first down is is, is a great indicator of how efficient your offense is. You know, if you're able to get at least 50% of the yardage needed on first down, uh, you know, that puts your, your offense in favorable positions when it comes to second and third down, uh, which opens up the playbook for you. Uh, Texas was successful 73% of the time on first down compared to Oklahoma State's 44%. Um, so, you know, 73% of the time Texas was getting at least half of the yardage needed uh, on, you know, uh, on a first down. So if it, you know, so if it was first and 10, every first down that they had, you know, so basically first and 10 minus penalties, um, Texas was getting at least five yards, 73% of the time. Amazing. Second down, um, Oklahoma state was more successful. Uh, they had a 63% rate on second down compared to Texas is 29%, which is, you know, that's kind of alarming for Texas. Um, but with that high, uh, first down percentage rate, um, you know, they, if, they're only successful 29% of the time. Didn't have a lot of tackles for loss or, or negative plays on the offensive side of the ball. Then they were at least still only having um, five percent, you know, five. No, I'm sorry, fifty percent of the yardage needed to get a first down at least seventy uh, percent of the time on second down. If that makes sense, guys. But on the money down, this is the money down. Third down. How successful are you on third downs? How successful are you uh, not? being forced to go uh, off the field on third downs. Texas's uh, success rating on third down per Ellinger, um, his running and passing, 60% of the time they were successful on third downs. And Spencer Sanders in Oklahoma State, 38%. So below the NCAA average of 40%, Texas was 60%, 20 points above. Oklahoma State was 38%, 2% below the the NCAA average. So, uh when it came on the third downs and you were either forced to, you know, either get a first down and stay in the field or not get a first down and punt the ball or or kick a field goal, Texas was successful 60% of the time, keeping drives going six out of 10 times. Amazing. So that is the st- statistical analysis when it comes to uh, the Texas versus Oklahoma State game. My thoughts, great game for Texas to open up the Big 12 play. Um, they got to clean up a few things. They could have really ran away with this game uh, if they would have cleaned up a couple mistakes uh, and a couple turnovers. Uh, you know, Texas had three total turnovers in this game, two on special teams, one on offense. Um, but I was very surprised with the Texas defense. I thought that Oklahoma State was going to have an opportunity to pass the ball quite a bit in uh, this game due to, you know, Texas is uh, one of their one of their best um, players on defense, and B.J. Foster and an up-and-coming stud in DeMarion Overshawn, who all he does is get interceptions. <laughs> that guy's a beast also, um, you know, due to those guys being out. And then also the injuries that they sustained in the secondary during the game with Jalen Green leaving and Caden Stearns leaving. But the, the team kept kept going, doing a great job, uh, good turnovers when it came to 
Uh, Chris Brown getting an interception. That was an amazing play. And Montrell is stale. I mean, he, to me, I thought he was like the forgotten guy in the secondary, but he's from East Texas, AKA beast Texas down there on the East side of Texas. And, uh, uh, I remember when he got recruited to come to Texas, um, big, tall, lanky and rangy defensive back. And it's good to see guys like that get some rep to show how good they are also. Um, and glad to see that he didn't get recruited over. Texas is very deep in the secondary guys. Uh, so, you know, I should have, uh, not doubted my boys, uh, because I thought that with two of their top studs out, um, you know, they would have, giving up more yards, but Texas is very deep in the secondary. They got a good team, um, a very good team. The front seven was amazing. Like I said, way to go, Taquan Graham, way to go. Um, I've been waiting for him to show up this season. He showed up and balled out. Way to go. Uh, Coburn, he balled out. Malcolm Roach, balled out. Um, those linebackers did a very good drive. I am very satisfied with uh, Juwan Mitchell playing uh, linebacker. He had a great game. Um, very fast guy. Very, very fast guy. Uh, it's good to see him go side to side. Um, and Joseph Asai, I've, I think he's probably our best defensive player on the team. No disrespect to anybody else like Brandon Jones, who I'm very impressed with Brandon Jones playing that nickel position uh, these past two games. Uh, he was very effective and very efficient. So good to see. Great, great team. Great team win. Um, see you on the other side, guys. Next game's in two weeks against West Virginia. I will actually be at that game, uh, so I'll be recording some footage there, too. But uh, see you guys in two weeks. Um, if you like what you hear, guys, please subscribe uh, at any podcast locations, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, everything, um, Pocket Cast, every, any podcast platform. Uh, like, subscribe, um, comment. And if you got any um, things that you want to email me or any um, analysis that you want me to do, send me an email, either uh, uh, hornscornersports at gmail.com or battlestatsports at gmail.com. But just go to my the website, either uh, www.battlestatsports.com or www.hornscorner.com. Uh, it'll bring you up to the main page. Go to the contact form if you like anything you want. Thanks for listening. Follow me on all my uh, social media handles uh, at bstatsports or at horns underscore corner. Thanks again, guys, and hook them all day long.